0: From the Office of the City Auditor in Austin, Texas, this is Audit ATX, a podcast about the audits and investigations our office does to make Austin better for all residents. We're your hosts, Maria and Kelsey. Today's episode is exciting because I get to interview our co-host, Kelsey Thompson, about an audit she recently conducted about software licenses. In addition to being your host, Kelsey and I are both auditors at the Office of the City Auditor, or what we call OCA. In fact, we started at OCA on the same day. We were even wearing basically the same outfit. (laughs) All right, Kelsey, let's get started talking about this audit you recently led about software licenses. The objective of this audit was to determine if the city is managing software licenses well, specifically whether the city is both minimizing costs and maintaining compliance with requirements. Can you talk a little bit about what software licenses are and their importance to the city?
1: Sure. Yeah. So practically all of us are exposed to software licenses. If you use a computer, you use software. And most software you use has some kind of license that allows you to use it. Anytime you click the agree to terms and conditions box, when you're using a new computer program, you've entered into a software license agreement. And and the license is an agreement between the software vendor and the software user on how and when the software can be used. And both sides need to follow the agreement to maintain compliance. So all of this happens at the city on a much larger scale. There are over 13,000 city employees and most of them, if not all of them, use some kind of software. Microsoft, Adobe, Oracle, just to name a few. And in some cases, the city pays millions of dollars for the right to use certain software. The city also storing important information and data on its software as well. So it's important to the city because it's one, a high dollar item, and two, software is deeply embedded in allowing us to do our jobs and keep the city functioning.
0: Okay, so you talk about software licenses being important to the city. Why was this an important topic for the city auditor's office to evaluate and look at?
1: Yeah, well, so software licenses are everywhere. Businesses use them, governments use them. And managing software licenses is actually tricky for a lot of people, a lot of entities and organizations. Technology, including software, is always changing, as we well know. And how software licenses are used by businesses and governments are always changing as well. And so when you have an area that rapidly changes and where we're talking about the potential for multi-million dollars that automatically makes it onto an auditor's list for items to evaluate and see if we can bring an outside perspective in to offer ways to manage the topic more efficiently and effectively.
0: So you mentioned that software licenses can cost a lot of money, but one of the things this audit found was that the city does not know how many software licenses it has or how much it spends on those licenses. Why doesn't the city have this information?
1: Yeah, so when we say the city, it's kind of deceptive. It makes it sound a lot more cohesive than it really is sometimes. The city government is actually made up of several, over 40, I think, departments and offices that all have to coordinate together to get things done. It's much more decentralized than it sounds when you just say the city. The city does have a primary IT department called Communications and Technology Management, or CTM as the acronym is, And and CTM does a lot of IT stuff for the city. CTM manages some of the bigger software licenses that are needed by a large majority of the city, such as Microsoft, but CTM doesn't manage all of the software licenses that the city has. So one of those 40 departments could go out and buy a software license for a specific software that really only that department needs, and this information wouldn't necessarily get back to CTM or anyone else at the city. So that's how you end up with a situation in which the city doesn't know how many software licenses it has or how much they cost because this decentralized structure often leads to different departments doing what they need to get their mission accomplished, but not always talking to the rest of the city about what they're doing. And so these individual departments might know what licenses they have, but it ends up that there's no main inventory of all the software licenses across the city in one place.
0: Kelsey, you mentioned decentralization, that's a concept we think a lot about as auditors. Can you talk more generally about what decentralization means? Yeah, so when I talk about decentralization, like in the city's case,
1: there are a lot of different departments with different functions, and all of those departments have the power to make decisions about different things. And so decentralization in and of itself isn't bad. It's useful for organizations like the city with many different departments to make decisions more quickly if departments have the ability to make and enact those decisions, as opposed to always waiting on a central office to sign off on everything. It's most useful to have a balance of decentralized and centralized decision-making. There are some areas that really benefit from a decentralized approach, whereas others benefit from more of that cohesive, more of that centralization. Right now, with software licenses, the landscape of the city is decentralized to a point of being inefficient. And if the city could transition to a more centralized structure, it would be more able to know things like how many software licenses it has, what they cost, and be able to make a more informed decision or more informed decisions when looking across the city as a whole.
0: I think that's a really helpful context. I think oftentimes in our audits, we find that more centralization is needed. So I appreciate you bringing to light this idea that there there really needs to be a healthy balance and the pros and cons to both. Other than the concerns we already talked about, not knowing how many licenses exist or how much those licenses cost, what other concerns did this decentralization issue raise for you in this audit? We talked
1: about compliance earlier. And so that's another issue that comes out of a decentralized approach to software licenses. It's more difficult for the city as a whole to know if it is in compliance with its software licenses. There's no centralized way to check on software license compliance. And so oftentimes it's up to the individual departments to make sure they're in compliance. And as you might expect with different departments, they have different approaches to checking on compliance. Some departments are better about it than others. There's also no centralized way to prevent city employees from using free and unmanaged software which may not protect the city's data and may create security risks.
0: So why does it matter if the city is not in compliance in these various software license agreements?
1: Yeah, it matters because there's the potential for the software company to do kind of an audit or a review of how the city is using their software licenses. If the software vendor determines that we're not in compliance with our licenses, that could end up costing the city a lot more money than the city had just had a system to assess its compliance and take care of issues more quickly and not waiting for the company to come in and review and then uh, back charge the city for the lack of compliance.
0: Okay, that makes a lot of sense. It sounds like not being in compliance can really increase the risks for the city. The report also mentions that the city doesn't have a clear process to use and analyze software data to know what software licenses it needs. Can you talk about what this means and why it matters? Because software
1: licenses are an area that rapidly changes, technology changes, and the city's need for technology changes often, it's helpful to have a process to assess how you're using the software licenses you pay for and how they may or may not meet your needs. Doing that kind of analysis allows us to know more quickly when we don't really need a certain software anymore and we can potentially stop paying for it. It's easy to spend a lot of money on software licenses and a process to analyze what you have and how you use it can help stop overspending more quickly. And in this report, we use the city's Office 365 licenses as an example. CTM manages Office 365 licenses for the city, but there's no formal process to assess how many and what type of O365 licenses each department needs. We looked at usage data for for these licenses during the audit and found that there are about 2,700 O365 licenses that had no recent email activity. They either never logged into email or they haven't logged in during 2020. And we ran this analysis at the end of August, so between January and August. The city spent about $500,000 on these licenses. With a process to analyze software license data, the city could more easily decide if these licenses are truly useful to the city and are worth continuing to pay
0: for. Kelsey, you also note that there is no guidance or training specific to software license management. Why is this important? And how would having some of this help solve some of the issues we've discussed today?
1: In a decentralized structure, like we've talked about, and like exists at the city, It's difficult to ensure all the different departments are on the same page and moving in the same direction to most efficiently accomplish the city's goals. Having policies, guidance, and training to provide a direction for departments is essential to allowing all the different people involved to move in the best way forward. With software licenses, we saw that there was confusion about who was responsible for managing software licenses across the city. Citywide guidance would allow departments to have more clarity as to who has what responsibility for managing software licenses and would be a step towards creating more of a centralized structure around this area and allowing the city to take advantage of process efficiencies and potential cost savings.
0: Well, that sounds like some some really positive steps forward. The report also included two recommendations to address some of these issues you discussed. Can you talk about these recommendations and why you think they will help? Yeah,
1: so the first recommendation is to include software licenses, counts, and costs as part of the city's ongoing efforts to create an IT asset management program. This addresses the piece about creating a software license inventory. The city will be able to see what licenses it has, how much they cost, and more easily make determinations about how to coordinate across the city when managing software licenses. The second recommendation addresses the policies and guidance piece that we were just talking about. The city should develop a policy for departments on how to manage software licenses and include guidance, such as who is responsible for what, how to ensure compliance and security across the city, how to use data to assess the need, how to train staff on managing software licenses. This will put more of a foundation in place to move from a very decentralized structure to something more cohesive and at a citywide level.
0: Awesome. And I just have one last question for you, Kelsey. What was the most memorable or the most fun part about this audit?
1: One of the most fun pieces was just getting to talk about technology and all the kinds of, you know, wild technology words and all the lingo and how passionate people are about different types of software and different technology. Being able to get a window into that world and learn uh, and hear people and their passion uh, for software, for technology, that was probably the most fun part.
0: I think that's one of the really fun things we do um, when we do audits is get to kind of learn new things and experience all the different departments in the city and what they're doing. Thanks for listening to this episode of Audit ATX. The software licenses report is available on our website at austintexas.gov slash department slash auditor.
1: Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Austin Auditor and subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts.